everyone. We're back. It's a new week, episode 11, and it's Friday. And when I say that this week, I mean that it's really Friday, and it's not Saturday. And I didn't forget, like I forgot last week. The funniest thing about recording last week is like I had so much confidence when I got off work and I came home. I opened up my laptop, I set up the microphone, I pulled out all my notes, and then I posted the podcast, and I just sat there after going on my Snapchat and going, holy shit, it's Saturday. And I'm not going to lie, I was a little pissed off, I was actually really pissed off, um, just for the fact that I, I missed an upload day. Um, I don't know how many people it affected, I don't know if there's one person out there that's like, fuck that podcast, I'm done. They didn't upload on Friday. You've lost my you've lost my loyalty. <laughs> I don't think that happened, but it's all that went through my mind when I was sitting there just feeling so dumb that I had missed an upload day. Uh not for lack of trying. I was just like it's not Friday yet. It's Thursday. And it was Friday. Um yeah. So <laughs> I promise today is December 17th. It's a Friday and uh we're not going to miss an upload date this week. Um, quick shout out to anyone that hit me up after listening to last week's episode with any sort of advice, um, or even just trying to relate, um, you know, to, to the, the current situation that we were in last week. I'm feeling pretty good this week. Um, beginning of the week, not so much, but now that it's the end of the week, um, feel like I'm getting, uh, more experienced every day. feel like I'm dealing with things a little bit better. Um, so to anyone that listened to last week's episode all the way through, um, and you didn't, uh, get bored or sad, I appreciate it. Um, definitely not gonna repeat that. We're feeling way better this week. Um, but yeah, it's another, it's another sad week in the mystery downloads bit. Um, there are none. The mystery downloads have slowed down, which is fine. I knew that was going to happen eventually. Um, Ireland is joining the, uh, the uh, hotspot list with Brussels, they're turning into a red spot. Um, so whoever's downloading in Dublin, shout out to you. Um, if it turns out all these are bots, I'm going to fucking sue that website for telling me that they're not bots. But please, for the love of whatever religious uh, deity or entity you believe in, if you're from one of these random countries over in Europe or the UK, please send me an email. I'd love to know how you people download this every week um it's great it's fun to see and uh i'm really sad that there's not more people on the on the um mystery download list but it is what it is so if we can't get new players i will highlight the people who are turning into red spots um because that's got to be good right it's got to be better than a blue spot so you know blue spots if you're out there listening moscow um all mostly all the americas Get on it. Download more. Download more frequently. I don't know what turns you into a red spot, but if you want to be a red spot, I don't know. Do something different. But other than that, had a pretty decent week. A lot of things going down. Working at a gas station now. Overnight. Meet a lot of characters. Um, had this guy come in the other night. I don't know how many of you spend time in gas stations or how observant you are in the gas station you go to. Uh, if they have a cappuccino machine, there's a little button on there that says hot water. Now, generally, this hot water is supposed to be in like, I don't know, a small cup, a medium cup, you know, a large cup that we offer. And you fill it up with hot water and you put a tea bag in there, right? Something like that. Or um, maybe you're just a weirdo and you drink scalding hot water. Who knows, right? But what you're not supposed to do with that hot water button is hold it down and clean out your coffee mug. So the other night, Got like a 45-year-old, 50-year-old man. Comes in in the middle of the night. I wasn't really paying attention. I had other things going on. But then, like, I started thinking about it. It's been a couple minutes. I hear, like, this water noise running. So dude was cleaning out his coffee mug with the scalding hot water. And then proceeds to tell me that the machine's not working. I was like, well, did you, did you, like, use all the hot water? He goes, well, I cleaned out my coffee cup. I was like, yeah, that's, that's not what that's for, bud. Like, you know, that's, you, you ran all the hot water out. That's not what I said. What I said was you've purged all the hot water from the machine. That was a mistake. This old man, oh, he's not that old, but this middle-aged man did not know what purged meant. So then I had to explain to him, there's no more hot water. You took it out. 
it's going to take a while for that thing to heat up. Like, you can't use it. So then he's upset about it. So I tell him, listen, bro, I'm not a mechanic. I don't know how to fix it. He finds the word mechanic hilarious. She proceeds to laugh at me. I walk away. I go and do my thing, right? Man, this guy comes up, tells me that nothing works anymore. And I was like, well, listen, man, I was trying to explain to you that you used all the hot water, so there's none left. Doesn't just magically, like, there's not just a little elf back there boiling water for you so you can get your cappuccino, you know? Like, sorry. He goes, yeah, but you said you weren't a mechanic. What's that supposed to mean? I was like, okay, let me rephrase this. I'm not a technician. I don't know how to fix the fucking cappuccino machine, all right, buddy? What it says when I lift it up is low water level. You know what that means? You used all the water. So he goes, I do it all the time. It shouldn't be a problem. So you think that's the end of that anime arc? No siree, Robert. Um, he comes back in tonight. I talk to the people in the morning. They tell me that when that happens, he did run all the hot water out. It does take a long time. And then you have to restart the machine uh, from the back, which I did not know how to do. So he comes in today, right? I see him. I spot him. I'm like, oh no, it's cappuccino, man. So before he can get to the machine, I go, hey, sir, excuse me. I just want to let you know, um, there's a sink at the end of the drink station over here. If you'd like to clean your mug out, you can go down there. It's got hot water, soap, paper towels, all that good stuff. Uh, just don't use the thing again because they told me that you definitely like took all the hot water out and it took hours to come back on and other people couldn't use the machine. So if you don't mind, maybe just wash a coffee cup. Oh, he just starts arguing immediately. Like, no, there's no way that could have happened. I do it all the time. And I go, listen, it definitely happened. You were definitely here. You were the only one that used it. And then it didn't work after you used it. I was like, so listen, I'm not mad at you. Just wash your coffee mug out in the sink. That's all you got to do. That way everybody else can get a cappuccino, not just you. I mean, you didn't even get a cappuccino. I'm benefiting you. I'm helping you get cappuccino into your giant thermos, you know? It's like a 54-ounce thermos. No wonder there was no hot water, right? You'd think he'd be nice. No, just a giant douchebag. Just a giant douchebag for the rest of the time. Comes up, ask him if there's anything else I can get for him. Nope. So he pays his dollar and six cents. And then what do you think he did? He asked for a receipt for a dollar and six cents for the cappuccino that never changes. He spends a dollar and six every day. You think he might just write that off. Like I spend a dollar six every day. Nah, he needs a receipt. That's no big deal. Push the button, give him a receipt. Think he's going to walk out the door? You'd be wrong. <laughs> he proceeds to stand there. Um, I don't know if he was trying to intimidate me or just get under my skin or what have you. He proceeded to take out all his receipts and reorganize his wallet and, I don't know, do anything else he could think of just to stand there. So I avoided eye contact. I did not sigh. I did not breathe. I did not get angry. Nothing. Zero reaction as I watched my Netflix on my phone. And then when he said, have a good day, I nodded my head because I already told him to have a good day. So it is what it is. But don't be one of those people that walk into a, a, a thing, break something. And then when someone tells you you break it, argue with them that you didn't break it. So, yeah, that's what I'm dealing with now. But I'll take like one of those interactions a day over like every single customer. So I can't complain too much. Like I said, I've watched Netflix at this job. Super easy, super chill. Um, but yeah, man. Don't break stuff. And if you break stuff, just be honest. And if you break it, say you're sorry. And then next time, maybe don't do the same thing that broke it, you know? Maybe just help everybody out. And even yourself, you know? He didn't even get what he wanted. And he was mad at me because he broke something and he didn't get what he wanted. So then when I fix it and I tell him how to avoid it, he gets mad at me. Whatever, right? But yeah. And then in the, in the lovely world we live in, I don't know if you guys... uh. I don't know how many of you like watch YouTube like I watch YouTube. I watch YouTube the way people watch Netflix, you know. I think I've said this before. But YouTube is where I get a lot of my content, a lot of my, you know, pleasure in, in, in watching, you know, creators and independent people make, I don't know. I don't want to watch fucking Jimmy Kimmel and James Corden talk to a bunch of celebrities. That shit's boring. If you watch that shit, good for you. But you're like watching the little toad off... Uh, Futurama, you're just watching Hypnotoad, like, you don't give a shit, these people are way richer than you, trying to pretend like they're just like you, and you guys eat it up by, I don't know who watches these late night shows, but you guys need to stop, what you should do, head over to YouTube, maybe watch somebody create their own stuff via themselves, and edit it themselves, or with their friends, or people that, you know, their own team, it's, a, it's more, um, how would I say this, 
it's more, it's more like, I don't like watching professional basketball because I feel like once you get it to the NBA, it becomes a show and a spectacle. It's not really a sport anymore, no matter how much they want to say it. Like they're all parading around with millions of dollars, even if they never win a game or if they never win a championship, never go to the playoffs, they're making millions of dollars. So like, who really cares if you do good, right? If you're getting paid, what's it matter? Even if you're the best guy on your team and your team sucks, you're making millions of dollars. Look at Carmelo Anthony. Never won shit his entire career worth millions, right? Look at Charles Barkley. Never won shit. Won fucking millions. And now he talks about basketball for a living, right? I like watching college basketball because I feel like those guys are they are playing for something, right? They're playing to get that millions of dollars, right? You can see it. March Madness, it's amazing. You can feel the electricity, the... The, the need to win, the adrenaline, the pressure, it's all there, right? The Cinderella story, it's beautiful. I don't want to watch LeBron and Steph Curry trade dunks and three-pointers for an hour. I'm sorry. I just, I can't enjoy it. Um, I think there's, you know, good players. I, I'm not shitting on anybody, but it's just not for me, right? That's how I feel about, like, cable TV and these regular, like, TV shows, I guess. So when I watch YouTube, I feel like I'm watching people who really have a hunger for it. They really have a passion for it. They really care about what they're doing, right? And just like the NBA and the NCAA, there's always got to be somebody that shits all over it, you know? There's just got to be somebody who takes that nice piece of cake and they just put their hair in it. And now you're like, ah, I really don't want that piece of cake. Well, guess what? Uh, Toei Animations, excuse me, I don't speak Japanese, I might have messed that up. Toei Animations um, is the newest bully to enter the, uh, the YouTube zone. Um, before, you know, you had like adpocalypse, you had these companies saying, you know what, we're not going to advertise on this website. So it was kind of like everybody was bullying YouTube, right? They sorted that out, came back. Now this has to do with like fair use and transformative content. Like I said, I don't know how many of you watch YouTube. Like I watch YouTube, but I don't have a whole lot of life. I don't have a lot of friends. So YouTube is, it's everything. It's my lifeline. I paid $12.99 $12.99 a month to have YouTube read so I can listen while my phone's locked and download a few videos, <laughs> right? So along with that, um, man, I should have really looked up the the channel. Give me one second. Toei Animations YouTube. Um, what's his name? I feel like Spongebob right now um, when, when his brain's on fire and they're like, what's the name? What's the name? We forgot his name. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, there was a YouTuber where um, his name is totally not Mark. And um, he made. Um, sorry, he made anime reviews. A little unprepared. I forgot that channel's name, but I remember the the company's name. Don't I'll always remember the person I want to shit on rather than the person I want to defend for some reason. Not that they're not important. I just really want to fucking bring out that this this person's a giant asshole. And I forget to mention that the other guy's really good. So totally not Mark. Um, used to make anime reviews on uh, YouTube, along with making a review. You're gonna take you know some visuals, some of the the art, the characters, a few scenes. But on YouTube and the internet, we have this thing called fair use, where you're allowed to take content, use short snippets of it in order to make a point or review something or hell, even just have it in there because you want to be creative. As long as it fits within the fair use and you're not just re-uploading, like as long as you're not just taking an episode of Breaking Bad and throwing it up saying, is episode one of Breaking Bad, you know, you'd be all right. Use a little bit of Heisenberg, a little bit of science, bitch whatever, Jesse Pinkman, um, you could do that, right? No, you can't. Toei Animations decided to take down like over 120, 150 videos, basically like years and years of hard work that this content creator made, right? And the saddest part to me is that like, and I resonate with this because like I'm a comic book nerd. So the way I think about it is like, imagine I reviewed comic books and then like, let's say like DC or Marvel or one of the publications of the, of those companies, right. Just came after me and, and, and slapped me right in the face and took all my fucking lunch money 
and my shoes and left me there and then, you know, called me a pussy and then ran away, right? I'd feel betrayed. I'd felt like the things that I've read my whole life and these characters that I love so much and this, this, uh, this form of media and art that I love so much doesn't love me. It doesn't love me loving it, you know? That's what's going on here. You have a company that's striking down videos that are clearly fair use. They've been up for years. And years on end, there's never been a problem. But now, every single one of them is a problem, right? Now, not to shit on, like, the company, right? Let's say that this is a, a YouTube algorithm thing, right? YouTube's not doing a whole lot either. Basically, I'm going to break it down for you from all the videos I've watched, all the different perspectives I've heard. If you get a copyright claim on YouTube, right, you can, um, what's it called? Fuck. SpongeBob is in my brain right now, burning all my files, my vocabulary, everything, right? <laughs> you can like, you can put up like a dispute. Um, let's say like somebody copyrights your, like copyright claims your video, says this is our content. We don't want this guy to have it. Um, YouTube just doesn't take it down right away, throw you in the gulag and never come back. No, they give you a chance. They give you a day in court, so to speak. You can file a claim, a dispute and get that video back. Now it takes about 30 days to do this. So... Basically, if, if you add it up, this dude would have to do this until he was like 60 years old. It'd take like 40 years to get all these videos taken down. So it's like 30 days for YouTube to look at it. Then the other person has 30 days and then YouTube has 30 days to respond. So it's like three months total per video, right? So this dude would have to do this until he's like 60 years old to get back all his hard work that he's done over all these years, right? And you'd think that like after this being aware, this company would say something or YouTube would say something, but they don't. And they don't do anything. And they just sit there. And this poor guy, you know, that loves this, maybe not even this company, but what, you know, it's not all tied to the same company, of course. They're just trying to claim it because, like, they have the rights to the to the anime or the footage or the characters or what have you, right? For them to do this to, like, somebody that's so passionate about it and, you know, really loves what they do, it's just like a bully mentality. And the more I think about it, like I was talking about earlier, you know, like these, these late night hosts, these fucking James Corden's and Jimmy Kimmel's and whoever else, right? They're always on the trending page of YouTube, right? Like to me, that's not trending. That's just fucking, that's cable TV trying to recoup all the money that Netflix and Hulu have been stealing from them for the past 10 years. And people are like, eh, besides sports, what, what do I really pay you guys for? So that's what I feel. I feel like, you know, it's sad to see like YouTube... Even even when Google bought them, right? Like, YouTube was a place for people, for, like, regular people to make stuff and share it, right? I get it's a business, and I get there's advertisers involved, but, like, fuck, man, the advertisers get to choose who they want to advertise, right? It's not just a given right, you know? They can choose to not advertise on somebody's channel, right? Like, you can make all you want and never get an advertiser because maybe they don't like the content. Maybe they don't like you. Maybe they don't like the way you speak or your personality. Whatever, right? So it's like if, if the advertisers have the right to choose, you know, that's already power away from like, uh, you know, the creators, I guess, in a sense. But you got to make money, right? I'm not trying to shit on YouTube. I love YouTube. And I don't even think that Google's a problem with it. I just think that like these companies have figured out that people are starting to realize that you don't have to fucking buy cable and you don't have to have direct TV and you don't have to have these things. And instead of like empowering the people that use their website and all these create like think about all the creators that have millions and millions of subscribers each one of those creators whoever they are however if you have at least a million subscribers right you've had to be doing this for a while even if you got a 500k even if you got a hundred thousand right you got to be doing this for some amount of time you're helping this website stay afloat this giant media corporation that is youtube right you're keeping that afloat because you're giving them more videos to advertise on. They get paid off of it, right? And you get paid as well. So you'd think that maybe they'd stick up and they'd go to bat. Nah, nothing. They're just letting people get bullied around. Why? Because they, th they think they stole something or they think that that's not okay. It's like, come on, man. Like, at, at what point? And let's say it's an algorithm, right? That's a shitty algorithm. Like, imagine you sign up for a job, right? And there's like a chance that like uh, this person could come around and just take everything you've ever worked on and fucking throw it in the garbage. It just with the one fell swoop of the hand just wipes your whole fucking desk off and tells you fucking hit the road, Jack. You're done. None of this shit's real. 
Everything you've ever done for this company doesn't exist. That's got to suck, man. And the fact that they won't do anything to help him, you know, a lot of people are saying, don't watch the new Dragon Ball Z movie. I'm not a Dragon Ball Z fan, so I wouldn't have watched it anyway. But now that I know that Tohei Animations is behind it, I'm definitely not watching the new Dragon Ball movie. So don't go see it. Don't give them your money. Even if you really want to see what, you know, next stupid form Goku goes into. How many Saiyan levels are there, by the way? Like 50? There's blue, purple, pink. Then you got Ultra Instinct, which some nerd told me isn't even a power-up. It's just like a state of being. It's fucking stupid. I'm sorry. I'm not into Dragon Ball. It's too over the top for me. Roast me. Come at me. I'm a Naruto fan. I don't care how how bad Naruto scales to Goku. Goku's lame. All the, all the Dragon Ball characters are lame. They're all Superman. They're all too powerful. It's boring. I'm pretty sure that Goku blows up the moon in, like, what, episode 3? That's boring as shit, dude. That's boring. I don't want to see a dude who can blow up a planet when he's a kid. That's no fun. Anyways, fuck Dragon Ball Z and fuck Tohei Animations. <laughs> but yeah, it just brings me back to the point of like... You'd think that these companies, especially in this day and age where... So many people on your own website are going to talk about this and, and call you out for it. You'd think they'd think a little bit ahead or maybe already be helping the guy. But it's like, nah... We don't care, and we're going to let this corporation bully this dude that, you know, sits in his bedroom like me and collects mangas and just really puts out content that he loves for other people who love it. Nah, that's not okay. You're not allowed to do that. Why? Because you use some of our stuff. You use five seconds of a show that's 10 years old that we've made millions of dollars off. You can't do that. We need more money. Like, that's what it comes down to, right? Excuse me. All these shows... All these animes, whether they're movies or shows or mangas, whatever it is, right? You've made millions of dollars, potentially. Maybe I'm talking out of my ass, but there's a lot of nerds out there. You've made so much money and profit off of this stuff. Is it so bad that a dude on the internet takes a few seconds of it to, you know, share with other people? Or do you have to have your hand in that honeypot as well? And it's like I said, when I see YouTube not really defend this guy or not offer to help him or anything like that, it's like, yo, you're just as bad because you're complicit. You're like, eh, that's their right, I guess. Oh, it's our algorithm. Maybe it's the algorithm's fault. Fix the algorithm then. This is ridiculous. It's like, it's just like, it's, it's a slap in the face to anyone who does YouTube, to anyone who wants to do it, to anyone that, like me, just loves the, the platform and the, and the things that it's, you know, allowed me to learn and experience and, and hear about and the connections I've developed with, you know, creators on there that I'm always excited to see they post or I'm always excited to, you know, binge their content, whatever it may be, it makes me pissed off at you and it makes me fucking mad that I fucking pay you guys $13 a month for your fucking subscription service and I know that's my choice but it pisses me off when shit like this happens for me to be like really how many other people are paying this like $12.99 a month for YouTube Red and you guys can't fix this shit you know it just blows my mind and it makes me real sad and you know who knows like maybe this shit will keep happening and then you know some I don't know I was gonna say Mark Zuckerberg but he's such a meme at this point I'm gonna say like the new next Zuckerberg will make the next YouTube, but, like, that's not good, because people fucking hate Zuckerberg, too, so, I don't know, maybe, like, Elon Musk's son, xash12, maybe he'll, uh, maybe he'll make the next YouTube, and, uh, you know, whatever, or, people are just gonna start going to Patreon, where it's, like, it's up to the fans to decide if they're supporting that, that person or not, which is, like, up to the creators as well, but, yeah, I mean, it's going to come down to something like that, right? I mean, could you make a Patreon for like 25 cents a month? I'm sure people would pay 25 cents a month to watch videos, right? Because like if you're a real creator, a real artist, you wouldn't really want the money. You'd want to be able to put your shit out there and just make sure people can watch it without fucking fear of it being taken down by some fucking company or some bullshit algorithm, you know what I mean? And yeah, it just makes me real sad to to see like somebody's, uh, I don't want to say life's work, but that's the equivalent, you know, however long he's been doing it. He's not an old, he's not, you know, that old of a guy. So to watch somebody's shit just get taken and, and more or less just crumpled up and thrown in the garbage right in front of him and you tell him like, eh, you can review all these if you'd like. If you have spare 40 years, say, you might be able to get them back, maybe, if they say that you know, it's not worth it, you know. But that's just my two cents. Um, 
If you haven't looked, if you haven't heard anything about it, go on YouTube, look it up. It's fairly interesting. I think it's pretty cool. Then you got Steph Curry breaking the all-time uh, three-point record. Shout out, um, Chef Curry with the pot. Um, so shout out to him. Um, I really like the picture of Steph Curry, Reggie Miller, and Ray Allen. I think that picture is dope. Um, I think it's really rare in sports where you can get the top three guys of a record in one picture before, you know, one's dead or like really old, you know, like, man, um, uh, <laughs> I had a buddy in high school. He's called, <laughs> he called me Reggie Trilla sometimes, <laughs> uh, as like a joke. Shout out to my boy Vinny. Uh, I don't know if you remember that, but that shit was dope. He just called me Reggie Trilla. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, man, I watched, like, Ray Allen growing up, even Reggie Miller. He was he played for the Pacers, and I, I went to, like, high school in Kentucky. So, I mean, you know, he's somewhat of a, a local sensation. Not for me. I was never a Pacers fan, but I know people were Pacers fans growing up because, you know, that's the closest fucking team unless you want to go to fucking Memphis, you know. Um, but that got me thinking, you know. I don't remember the last time there's been, like, a, a record broken like that where you could really have, like, all three of the, you know, top three leaders at once, you know. So... It's real cool, and um, shout, like I said, shout out Steph Curry. Um, MMA, I don't know if anybody watched the fights last week. Uh, Dustin Poirier, he lost. Uh, good fight. I, I really wanted to see Poirier get the belt just to see how mad McGregor would be, but it was just as entertaining to see McGregor shit all over Poirier and fucking challenge uh, Charles Oliveira, um, even though he weighs like 200 pounds now. And he looks like a fucking steroid monkey. I don't know what Conor McGregor's been doing, but it's not uh, cutting weight, I'll tell you that much. Um, other than that, Amanda Nunes lost for like the first time in like seven years, dude. Maybe not seven years. It's been a while, though. At least like five. Feels like. Like, I remember when she beat Ronda Rousey. And I hated Ronda Rousey. I'm not gonna lie. She might be a good person. I think she's a fucking bitch. I don't think she's very nice, and I don't ever think she was that good at fighting. I think she fought a lot of old, deflated soccer moms <laughs> who were past their prime, and um, yeah, Misha Tate um, was really like good competition for her. But even then, like Misha Tate was old as well. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that, but like in in fighting more than any other sport, like the older you get, it's like damn. Unless you're fucking Randy Couture, who's fucking they call him Captain America for a reason. Dude was fifty. 40-something years old, beating ass like a madman. <laughs> but in general, the older you get in fighting, boxing, MMA, anything like that, unless it's like jujitsu, I guess, like I'm sure Hoyler Gracie or, um, you know, like one of the old Gracies probably just whoops somebody's ass on the mat. But other than that, you know, it's not very good the older you get. And um, I always thought Ronda, Ronda Rousey was a hype train. Um zero stand-up ability no matter how much they try to lie to you that chick cannot throw a punch she can't kick very well she had great judo and that was about it great judo and great wrestling um you know I remember that fight and how just you know it was just ah like Holly Holm beat Ronda Rousey right but the, man the way Amanda Nunes just like Holly Holm went a couple rounds with Ronda, made her, like, exposed her, right? Made her look stupid. Man, Amanda Nunes just went in there with Ronda Rousey and beat her face off within two minutes. Just beat the ever-living shit out of her after this giant, I'm not doing press, I'm only focusing on my training, blah, 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 blah. Walked in, got demolished. And I remember just being like, oh my god, like, I'm pretty sure that that woman could beat up men. I still think Amanda Nunes could beat up a few 135ers from the men's division. No problem. Um, so to see her lose, especially after throwing bombs on Pena's face, it was just, I don't know. It was crazy, but it's also like a movie, man. You got to see, you got to see, um, that old, uh, Homer Simpson, uh, boxing technique work out for real, man. That if you just take somebody's shots and you don't go down and you can lull them in, Man, you can get them to the ground. You could choke their face off, you know? Uh, as much as I love a good knockout, man, watching somebody get choked out or submitted, it's so much more, like, methodical. It's so much more, I don't know, 
satisfying, I guess. Like that long con she set up of like, yeah, I'm going to get you to throw and then I'm going to get you to throw harder and then I'm going to get you to throw everything you got. And as soon as you think you're going to land that punch, boom, I'm taking down both of your legs and I'm now you're in my world and you're not getting up and I'm going to smother you with pressure, with technique. It's terrifying. I'd much rather, I think I'd much rather be like knocked out cold, like uh, Jose Aldo McGregor style, like 13 seconds we're squaring up and then we go in, boom, I'm on my back. I wake up, it's all over, right? I'd much rather that than, you know, Nate Diaz takes me down and just chokes the life and conscious out of me in front of everybody. I think I'd rather just get knocked out, you know, because at least then you you don't remember it. It might be embarrassing, but man, I think you're going to remember getting choked out or maybe your arm snapped or your knee ripped in half, you know. You're definitely going to remember that and it's going to feel way worse than if you just woke up being like, damn, that sucked, didn't it? I always liked when Ben Askren got knocked out by uh, um, uh, George Masvidal. I just loved his reaction afterwards being like, well, that sucked. A lot of, a lot of dudes, a lot of fighters can't do that. They get too much in their pride, but Ben Askren's just a real humble dude. He goes, ah, that sucked, didn't it? That was embarrassing. Oh, well, hey, man, you're still famous for the best knockout ever. You're just on the receiving end, but, you know, link to history for sure. Um, then my boy Sean O'Malley, another great knockout by him. Dude's amazing to watch. Um, super funny guy. Um, I don't think he's uh, top 15 material, though, you know? They, they ranked him up like 15 or 14. Man, he hasn't fought anybody. The only dude he fought that was ranked was Cheeto, and Cheeto beat the shit out of him. So, yeah, I don't know how many of you watch MMA, but you should watch it. If you can't afford it, just do what I do and steal it until Dana White takes out every illegal stream out there, which he probably won't. Um, but, yeah, uh, shit was super dope. Super good card, super good fights. Um and it's always cool to see like a belt exchange like that, you know, when somebody's on top forever, to see them go down and to see this next person come up, it's always cool, you know, uh, especially like somebody like uh, Oliveira, that's only his second title defense, and um, I don't think Oliveira's like, uh, if you think of like a lightweight, you think of like Conor McGregor, you think of um, Eddie Alvarez, you know, um, Khabib, you know, all these kind of bigger guys, Oliveira's kind of skinny, you know, he's, he's uh, what's the word I'm looking for, he's deceptively his body is like deceptive. He doesn't look too big striking, but he packs a punch and he's just lengthy enough that like, you're like, eh, he's kind of good at jujitsu, right? When you look at like Nate Diaz, he's like six foot, he's probably 155. He's like six, two lengthy as fuck. It's like that dude is a snake. He's an anaconda with bones, you know, he's going to wrap me up. I don't like that. You know, also real quick, to any of you Khabib fanboys, you can come at me right now. Khabib sucked. He never fucking fought anybody. The three fights he fought, somebody he won. But, like, dude, look at his record. It is packed full of losers and no-names, all right? I'm sorry. He's fighting, like, Abel Trujillo. Yeah, I'm an MMA fan. You go look up Abel Trujillo, and you tell me if you think that guy's, like, top-level material. Khabib has a fluff record. He's just like Mayweather, overhyped. And, yeah, his wrestling's good. But, man, dude... I listen, I've heard the excuses. Ally Aquinta went five rounds with Khabib. Could of Khabib maybe stop that fight early? Maybe. But if you let a guy go five rounds with you, I'm not gonna say that you let him do anything. I'm gonna say that guy went five rounds and you didn't beat him within five rounds. Now you can say all day long, oh I could have beat him in round one. I could have beat him in round two. Well you didn't. And if you could have, you should have done it. I don't like this whole, oh, he went five rounds because he never would have been able to do it. That's boring. That's stupid, bro. If I was so good at fighting, I would never want to go past one round. I would want everybody ever to know you all suck and you couldn't go more than five minutes with me. So to sit there and Khabib to say, oh, I just wanted to finish a a full fight because it never happened in my career. I would never want to go a full fight in my career. Loser. I hate Khabib. He's he's good at uh, wrestling. Uh, uh, I think he's a funny personality. But yeah, dude, I'm sorry. Yeah, dude, his his record is is trash if you look into who he fought. So, any Khabib fanboys, um, sorry, I, I'm not buying it, you know? GSP is the GOAT, not Khabib. GSP, greatest fighter ever. John Jones would be number one, but steroids, you know? Can't get over that. If you ever get, like, accused or linked to steroids, like, I can't... I don't know. I just can't support it. And it's not like... For me, it's just a principle thing. Like... If you never, ever get mentioned with steroids, you know, you probably didn't do steroids. If you get brought up with steroids and continually, I'm going to 
have to err on the side of you did steroids or you've done something or you keep doing something that leads to, like it's fishy and I can't put you in the greatest of all time if you got fishiness in the background you know it's like people still bitch that you know Barry Bonds isn't in the Hall of Fame because of steroids it's like well he's a poster boy of steroids it's hard to put that guy in the Hall of Fame you know and like that's the sad part is that Barry Bonds could have been a Hall of Famer without the steroids like, before Barry Bonds ever went to San Francisco, people don't know. Like, he's like a three-time Golden Glove defensive player on the Pittsburgh Pirates. You know, juice just got to him, you know. Jose Canseco in the locker room, giving him that Tarana ball, you know. Say, hey, you know, you play baseball, you want to play t-ball? Barry Bonds was like, what? He's like, man, you shoot this shit up your ass? You'd be hitting the ball like it's a t-ball, bro. Just out of the fucking park every time like a t-ball. He's like, oh, that sounds cool. What's it called? Tyrannoball. <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, man. That's my thoughts. Some weird sports talk right there. Sports are cool, but like fighting's a different beast, you know? Like I like watching football. I like watching basketball. Even a little bit of baseball. Some hockey. But I can't... Nothing gets me on my feet like watching a fight, you know? Watching some dude just get double-legged or hip-tossed. It's just a whole different breed, you know? Watching some dude throwing tie elbows, you know, throwing knees to the stomach is just a little bit more entertaining for me. And, you know, I also like the, like, some of my favorite, like, one of my favorite fights I've ever watched was Tyron Woodley versus Stephen Thompson, number one. That fight ended in a draw, but it was so, like... It was just like the, the people called them bad dance partners because neither like both times they fought they they drew, pretty sure, or the second time it was just as like uneventful and like Tyron won by maybe a round, but both of the fights people said they didn't like. Some of those fights are my favorites, bro, because it's like watching a chess match where it's like two grandmasters and they both know each other's tricks. Like nobody could get the upper hand, and like people say this bad dance partners. I think they're the greatest dance partners. They're so good they couldn't even dance because they're too good, you know. It's like guys are too afraid to go to the ground, too afraid to strike. You know, it's it's like watching a, a different thing going on. It's like watching uh, Light and, and L go at it in Death Note. You know, you're watching two guys who know each other's moves, but they can't can't find a weak spot. They can't get anything going. It's, you know, it's like the purest form of like human oh shit moment. Because they're like, fuck, oh shit, I can't do that, can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. It forces them to do something and then nobody does anything. I think it's... It's almost like a little social experiment you get to watch, you know? And nobody gets hurt. <laughs> nobody did anything. It's awesome. Um, other people say it's a waste of time. To me, not so much. Um, everything's a waste of time. So, you know, who gives a shit, you know? There's people who watch cars go in a circle for six hours. For the last... Oh, the only laps that matter are the last five. <clears throat> Excuse me. But yeah, come at me, NASCAR fans. Sports boring as shit. I'll turn it on for the last five minutes and we'll call it a day, you know? That's about it. I don't need to sit there and watch people go around. Oh, no. My Apple Watch went off. That was um, not good. Sorry about that. But um, I hit my calorie mode. Uh, my <laughs> I hit my calories for the day, boys. Burned a whole 500 calories just walking around. Shout out to me. Um, but yeah, man. Had a better week. I'm in better spirits. Um, just trying to keep it going one day at a time, you know? Um, and that, that's all you can really do. Um, but yeah, sorry. The Apple Watch ding really threw off my sports talk right there. But yeah, I don't know if anybody's out there, um, watching MMA, but if you haven't, give it a try. It's pretty cool. Um, the more you watch it, the more you'll understand. Even just listening to them talk, uh, you'll start to pick stuff off. Sometimes I think I know jujitsu just cause I like know the names of some of the moves. So, you know, feel cool. Um, learn some things but yeah um it's about 40 minutes um that's really all i had to talk about this week um like i said feeling better than last week we're getting to it while the getting's going i don't even know if that's the same but i just made it one um this week's weekly uh weekly recommendation is a person it's an artist um, and he is no longer with us. Um, this week, um, while I've been going through my bouts with anxiety and panic attacks, um, one thing I found that usually does the trick or at least can distract me enough is music, right? And, um, 
And those of you who know me know I uh, make a little bit of rap music every now and then, a little bit of hip hop, uh, spit some bars uh, whenever I'm feeling like it, and I find a beat that uh, is at my like BPM and the style I like. Um, as long as I can remember, um, since I was like nine, I wanted to be a rapper. <laughs> I wanted to make uh, music. I still make music from time to time, just going through a little bit of a artistic break right now. Um, and growing up in Kentucky, wanting to be a rapper, I got made fun of a lot, especially in middle school when I wore overly saggy pants and fake chains and flat bills and oh, just anything you could think of, man. I even used to get my rap name embroidered into the back of hats at Lids. Um, shout out to Lids. I don't even think that store exists anymore. But yeah, I used to get my rap name embroidered <laughs> into the back of these uh, hats um, all kinds of stuff, um, I have an old SoundCloud out there somewhere that I wish I could delete so much, and I can't get access to it, so that's real cringe, um, but like I said, um, I always wanted to be a rapper, and about the time I was, like, a freshman in high school, um, there was a rapper that came out, his name was Mac Miller, and, man, if I didn't think Mac Miller was the coolest dude ever, man, um, Man, when I was like a freshman, um, I think he, uh, when did Blue Slide Park come out? It had to be like 2012. Um, Blue Slide Park was like Mac Miller's first, uh, like commercial album. He had had some mixtapes, like kids, uh, even the Easy Mac tape, uh, that back when his name was Easy Mac instead of Mac Miller. And, um, yeah, he was a huge inspiration to me growing up because, you know, uh, being a white kid, uh, wanting to rap, once you grow out of Eminem, you kind of don't have anyone else to look up to, and, like, I feel like I grew out of Eminem fairly quick, by the time I got to high school, I didn't really want to listen to Eminem anymore, I was past my angry little teenager phase, and most of that music seems cringy to me now, um, come at me if you want, um, I appreciate Eminem as a rapper, but, Man, he stopped being an inspiration and an icon to me when I was about 13 years old. So if you still listen to Eminem and you fucking fuck with that shit, I think you need to go to therapy, my guy, because that shit is fucking whack and it's super cringy if you're still singing the Marshall Mathers LP in 2021. You got psychosis. Um, <laughs> so Mac Miller was obviously like the next uh, step for me as far as like, you know, inspirations go and I just remember being in high school listening to kids hearing a guy that was a little bit older than me talk about he just graduated high school and then you know a year or two later uh he had a show on MTV where it was him and all his friends in like LA in, the, in like a mansion he had like a I, oh yeah he did have a party for like 2012 and like that conspiracy theory and everybody thought the world was gonna blow up because the Mayan calendar stopped it was hilarious and um yeah, ever ever since I was like a freshman, Mac Miller was always in my rotation. Uh, there's songs from that first album, like Smile Back. I listen to Smile Back at least once every couple months just because like the attitude of Mac Miller back in that era was just like, fuck you, I'm going to do me. I don't give a shit. Um, I'm fucking fresher than anybody. And I don't give a fuck, right? And man, like Nike's on my feet. Knock, knock. Oh, man, the spins, like, so many good Mac Miller songs that are, like, man, they bring me back to high school parties. They they bring me back to, like, smoking in the car with my homies or even just, you know, me pretending to be him, like, thinking I could be this, you know? Like, I saw myself. I, I had a buzz cut. I wore the flat bills. I had the Nike shoes, you know? Like, man, Mac Miller was the steez. Like, that's what I wanted to be. That was the swagger I wanted. That All of it, right? And you know, every album he would drop, I was a bigger fan, and I would listen to it, and I loved it, you know, and, you know, then the Faces mixtapes, when he wasn't making albums, and then you had, like, the Larry Lovestein tapes, where it was his alter ego, you know, you know, all this stuff, right, and, you know, then, you know, Good AM came out, and The Feminine Divine, and then, you know, slowly but surely, you know, more, more music came out, and then, you know, eventually one day, uh, he wasn't here anymore, um, I still remember when Mac Miller died. I was living in Chicago. Um, me and a good friend of mine weren't speaking at the time. And, um, you know, Mac Miller's death, coincidentally, uh, made this person think of me. And um, we did rekindle the friendship. Um, so I will always be thankful for the fact that, um, you know, 
uh, a shared musical interest that I had with my friends would make, you know, even when we're going through arguments or we hate each other, or we don't like each other, um, for that big of a, uh, inspiration for both of us to, to, you know, move on to the next, next phase of existence, um, you know, for that to pass, it, it hurt both of us. And I think it, you know, it made us remember, like I said, growing up and becoming friends and, um, that person ended up checking in on me and we, you know, we squashed uh, whatever beef we had at the time. Um, but yeah, Mac Miller's death was a toll. Uh, it still sucks. Um, I had like this thing where like once an artist dies, I really don't want to hear any more music from them. I don't want to hear what they were working on or what could have been because not that I think it's disrespectful. I just, I think an artist has their own right to put out the music as they want. Um, so that's why I really don't like fucking all these Juice World songs that come out and these little peep songs and X and Mac Miller. Like, I don't like post-thumos shit, you know? If they're dead, let them be dead. You know, I don't want to hear what they were working on. I don't want to hear their half-finished songs so their family can make money or wh whatever, you know what I mean? I don't I don't like that shit. Um, so, you know, there's some Mac Miller stuff I still haven't listened to just because I don't, I don't want to hear it. I, I just want to hear whatever he made and he put out. Um... But yeah, man, it was growing up, man, seeing a a guy like Mac Miller make it in rap. Um, and I know this sounds kind of stupid, you know, um, like somewhat of a, like, oh, I didn't have anybody to identify with in hip hop. You know, uh, I get how it sounds like a, a young kid from Kentucky um, and like a predominantly, you know, it was basically an all white fucking, I don't know what I'm talking about predominantly. It was, I lived in the sticks. I was fucking, uh, you know, just like any other white kid. I, I should have been listening to Eminem, but once Mac Miller came out, it was like, fuck yeah. Like this isn't angry. This is trendy. It's cool. Other people like it. Wiz Khalifa's on songs, you know, you don't have to be like talking about hating your mom and fucking being poor. You know, you could talk about, you know, having shoes and flat bills and, you know, smoking weed and, like, cool shit, you know? But, like I said, Mac Miller was a huge inspiration to me for being in high school to see a kid that just graduated. Um, and, like I said, there's so many Mac Miller songs that are tied to sentimental moments. Like, uh, just even kids' album. Like, the kids' mixtape, bro. There's a song called Senior Skip Day, bro. I waited my entire high school career to play senior skip day on my senior skip day. And you're goddamn right that I had, uh, <laughs> you goddamn right that I, I went out and, I had, a uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I think it, what was the line? Smoke weed, eat yogurt. I definitely had some yogurt and I definitely smoked some weed, um, on my senior skip day. And you better believe I had Mac Miller playing the entire time. Um, like I said, Mac Miller's a great musician. He's a good human. Uh, hilarious. If you've never seen that old show from MTV with Mac Miller, look it up. There's some gems, bruh. Super funny stuff. Um, like I said, uh, Mac Miller, super, super good soul. Uh, another tragic uh, drug death of a, you know, young artist. Seems to happen too much. Um, another thing I think about after being sober is, you know, like, you know, Maybe that won't be me if I ever get to that level, you know? Because that'd be fucking sad. I always think it's real sad when people die from drugs. Because it's just, man, like... All they want to do is stop the pain or, you know, escape reality. And fucking... You did, buddy. You fucking did. And it's it's real sad that, in, you know... Maybe not that somebody could have helped him, but, you know, maybe he could have helped himself, you know? Maybe if he would have just, you know, got off that shit and maybe, you know... Went to a sweat lodge or worked out or you know, made more music, he could have got over whatever was, you know, haunting him, but, um, yeah, I, I know a lot of you out there that listen to this are my age, so you definitely know who Mac Miller is, um, if you can, go back and look up the Easy Mac mixtape, because I don't think a lot of you have heard it, um, if you've never listened to, like, the Faces mixtape, or, uh, even Blue Slide Park, you know, uh, Good AM is probably my favorite, uh, Mac Miller album I think it's just non-stop bangers and some really cool sounds and uh, there's a song called Godspeed on there um, he kind of predicts like what would happen to him it's super fucking sad when you listen to it in retrospect but you know most dope for life uh, thumbs up as always um, rest in peace to Mac Miller and uh, 
yeah, guys, if you, if you haven't listened to a bunch of Mac Miller, go check him out. Um, if you do like Mac Miller and you already knew this, fucking go listen to him again. Just, you know, because I said so. And he's this week's weekly recommendation. Um, and like I said, he inspired me a lot growing up. Um, there, I don't think there's been a time since I found him that he wasn't in my music rotation. Any branch of life, any, you know any next step I got to, there was always a Mac Miller song or a Mac Miller album to listen to. So it's kind of sad that, um, there won't be any more, but, um, yeah, that's, that's how the cookie crumbles as they say. Um, here we are closing in on 50 minutes and, uh, you know, it's my least favorite part of the episode. Um, it's the plugs everybody. Um, so as always hit that little heart on Spotify. If you liked this episode, if you didn't, don't do it. If you dislike it, tell me it sucks. Tell me that it was awful. Um, if not, follow me on Spotify. Like the episode because I think it helps. Um, follow me on YouTube. Just last week uh, on YouTube. Still trying to get people to follow that because it's really hard to find with the algorithm. If you know me, um, send me a message, uh, comment, concern, riddle, anything um, on Facebook, uh, my Snapchat, um, if you don't know me and you'd like to get in touch with me, I have a Gmail, justlastweekpodcast at gmail.com. That's all one word, all lowercase, justlastweekpodcast at gmail. And, um, yeah, that's all I got, guys. I appreciate you back as always, and I'm glad that we uploaded this on time this week and we're not going to be late. Um, I'll see you next week as always, and, uh, 